If you could talk to a Jeep engineer directly, what would you ask them? Rick from Arkansas, why the Dana 35? At Subhash from Canada, I would want a you know, 30 minute session on understanding who made you decide ESS, eTorque, Alrighty-ho, I'm Tony, and I want to welcome all you ladies and gentlemen and Jeepers of all ages. Welcome to the Jeep Talk Show Roundtable, brought to you by, just need a drum roll, the Jeep Talk Show. I'm your host, and I'm excited to have you here for this special gathering of passionate Jeep enthusiasts. On tonight's episode, we'll be asking you, what was the darkest part of your life, and if you made it, <laughs> how did you manage to make it through? Uh, this isn't necessarily Jeep-related, but it can be. If you could talk to a Jeeper uh, engineer directly, what would you ask them? Uh, that a question was by, by John L. If you uh, could go on a wheeling trip with anyone alive or dead, who would it be? Also from John L. And uh, we'll have a special uh, fourth question if we make it that far. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. So I don't know if you guys were aware of this or not. I've mentioned it before, but did you know that Josh and I once did a podcast that wasn't about Jeeps? I know, shock and awe. Uh, yep, the Tony and Josh show. We did about, uh, actually we did exactly 100 episodes. And you can hear these exclusively on our Patreon. Uh, if you've received any entertainment or information from the Jeep Talk Show, consider becoming a paid subscriber and help the Jeep Talk Show grow. You get ad-free content, early access to episodes, a Jeep Talk Show sticker, and discount codes that will save you money. As little as $5 gets you started supporting the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. See, I had to mention it, which one it was. Uh, and speaking of Josh, uh, we recorded a Josh update that you can hear, but only if you're a Patreon subscriber. Josh just gives you an update on how he's doing personally, uh, what's going on with his XJ, and uh, yeah, just kind of a uh, just a little bit of Tony and Josh uh, goodness that you guys haven't had in a while since uh, uh, Josh had to uh, leave the co-host position uh, temporarily. We even talk about when he's going to return. And also, also too, I want to uh, rem remind you guys we have another uh, episode of the, our fifth weekly episode uh and it's called chick chat it's with julianne and wendy uh and it, a new episode will be coming very coming up very very soon keep your ears open for that fifth weekly episode it'll be on mondays all right to ensure everyone is on the same page i request our roundtable attendees to introduce themselves with their name and location the first time they speak this will help uh, our listeners connect with you on a more personal level now I'll, I want to mention. Uh, well, first off, let me before I, the, 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 let me do the the hello Zoom people. I, this this is a, a question. I don't know how it's going to work. I think it could be very interesting, or it could just be depressing. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, hello Zoom people. Hello. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> going good. How about you, Tony? Pretty good. All right. So uh, as uh, teased at the top, I don't know if you guys were listening or, or not. What was the dark, darkest part of your life, and how did you make it through? This is uh, John Central Texas. I'm going to say FMTRO on a night <laughs> run, and I chose the KC Gravity Pro 6-inch lights in the front. <laughs> let, lit the way all the way through. <laughs> is that I, sponsored or not sponsored? 
<laughs> it could be. Uh, it's, it it may not be. Applications as we speak. <laughs> it may not be sponsored, but John says it could be <laughs> for the right price. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we all go through things from time to time. Hell, it could be a check engine light on our Jeep. Um, I, we were talking with somebody in Discord earlier uh, about having a uh, blown head gasket and uh, what the estimate, uh, what we guessed the cost would be. I told him 2K. That can be pretty depressing. That can be a very dark part of your life, especially if you don't have the 2K. Or if you do, why would I want to spend it on the Jeep that, if it's not a modification? So have you guys gone through anything in your life, loss of a job, loss of a loved one? Uh, I mean, everybody goes through this, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because we have a tendency just to stay on the positive side of things. We all got Jeeps. We all have fun with our lives. But uh, what, what, may, what we have, may have gone through may help somebody get through what they're going through now. Hmm. Well, Tony, this is Chip from Illinois. Um, when you asked that question, the first thing that came to mind about three years ago, my brother had um, pulmonary fibrosis in his lungs, probably from grain dust and mold and stuff from around the farm. And he passed away about a week before Christmas. Damn. And my father passed away three weeks later. He was 96 and had a full life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he rode a Harley till he was 84. So uh, anyway, it was, it kind of double whammied me. Sure. But I think... You know, without getting too overly serious here, I think faith is what got me through. Um, my brother kind of found faith very late in his life, but and my dad kind of did too. My dad got baptized when he was, I think, eighty. So um, it, it was just the fact that that they were they did have a faith, and and that you know, the, if without that and without that uh, feeling or sense that that they were now in a better place. My brother wasn't struggling to breathe anymore. My father at 96 had a lot of health complications, but uh, both passed away peacefully. The, the fun part was, you know, we all have a sick sense of humor. So the day my brother passed away, I got over there. He passed away at like five in the morning, got over there at uh, it was around seven to the hospital. My sister-in-law was there with him. But anyway, the, uh, he was, he was kind of drugged up. So he didn't know who was there, but, but, the nurse said he's already, you know, you, know, you guys can come and, and get the body. And I said, all right, well, we live on a farm. I'll just back the pickup truck up to the door. And you can wheel him out <laughs> the back of the pickup. We'll haul him home. And that young nurse uh, just about cracked the <laughs> <laughs> And I bet you your dad would really enjoyed hearing that. Well, and this is my brother. And so I had to look over my shoulder to see if he cracked a smile <laughs> when he was laying there. It was, <laughs> but, but I think faith got me through all that. So. Yeah. Uh, so just a quick question. I've heard that response in the past, the faith part of it. What part of faith, the, the belief in God, um, helped you get through that? Other than, I guess you stated that you feel that they were in a better place. Would that be the faith you're talking about? I wasn't going to get too deep into it. but So I'm, I'm a Christian, and my father, like I mentioned, was baptized, and my brother had accepted Christ. and. Mm-hmm. Think having knowing that they have a faith and 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 just the full belief that I have from from my from my belief in God and my belief in Jesus and accepting Him as my Savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you haven't the the know, faith they're in, they're in heaven. Yeah, the faith you're having is is that they're they're not gone. They're just someplace else, and you'll meet them again uh, someday. Would that yeah, be the right thing to say? It, yes, because so man, you can get really. 
not, not everybody thinking, understands what the faith part means. It's, right, it's I just a, didn't it, want to start being Bible thumping here on the Jeep Talk Show. No, but, it's fine. I mean, everybody. Right. I think everybody has their own opinions about things and their own beliefs, and you, right, yours right. is just I, as valid as everybody else's. It goes back to when I was 18, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and she was only 58 years old. My goodness. And so she didn't know who I was. Well, she knew who I was at my wedding when I was 21, but it, I was in my early 20s when she didn't recognize me anymore. But I went to see her a lot at the nursing home, and she didn't. She couldn't respond. She was nonverbal. She was bedfast. Um, but I was talking to her soul, right. and she was a very strong Christian influence on me growing up, and I just knew when she passed away that I'll see her again someday. And the same thing then with my brother and my father. Right. Okay. Well, I think that for people that don't understand what the, the faith part of it is, I think that was a good explanation. Uh, anybody else have some uh, some dark times, like I was saying, loss of a job, loss of loved ones, uh, maybe loss of a Jeep that uh, really got you down? Not. <clears throat> Dusty here from Alberta, Canada here. Um, not quite as good a story as Chip's there, but uh, we used to go, my brother-in-law was... Uh, had a Jeep back in the day and a fun guy to hang out with, a few years older than me. And um, like you said, we were going to go down. We went down to Utah to Moab a few times, and we were going to go in like 2019, and it just didn't work out for us. Uh, I think it was 2018. Sorry, 2018 we went down there. Um, 2019, the Jeep stopped working. I went to go down there. It wasn't working. And then 2020, he had a stroke he passed away and then like you said you kind of lose your jeeping buddy and you kind of um you know you don't really have much motivation to get working on it and stuff right mm -hmm. and i get some messages and stuff like that from other jeep friends and listen to you guys on the show and stuff like this and you know the jeep which buried in the corner of the garage you kind of kind of whatever you don't really want to use it no more and just listen to you guys, and it picks you all up. And um, Oh, I'd love to I, hear this. This is great. Again. So yeah. That was super exciting. But. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to bring it bring it back up to you, but I, like I said, I think it helps uh, talking about these things, and, and we don't know who we're helping out there that's going through stuff that maybe you know they're listening to the show, but they don't get on the Zoom meeting, and uh, this helps them uh, get through things. Yeah, and kind of like um, what I was saying to people before, uh, it was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it next year. We'll do it next year. Like the Jeep, it was, I think, 2019. It didn't run. We'll go in 2020. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, then, like I said, they're like, they'll basically, they bought a, a sailboat. And they're like, we're going to get a sailboat. We're going to move away kind of thing like this. And then he passed away overseas kind of thing like this. But um, it's like you said, oh, next year we'll go. Next year we'll do it. Next year never happens. So it's. Uh, a really kind of a motivational thing for me is, is like you said, don't let it waste. Uh, yeah. If you can do it, have friends do something, go out and have fun with it and try it out this year because you never know what happens next year, right? Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that for a couple of reasons. One, the Jeep Talks you helped you get back into the Jeeping. That's wonderful for me to hear. Uh, and the other thing is, is that I, you know, I'm pushing the Easter Jeep Safari 2024 with the, the Jeep Talks Show listeners. And uh, I can't say uh, strongly enough that I'm not trying to be egotistical and say, oh, we had 250 people from the Jeep Talk Show at EGS 2024. I just had a great time being there with the team members and the listeners, uh, nine or ten of them, uh, or at least Jeep count. 
and it was just so much fun. I want all the other Jeep Talk Show listeners to experience that with us. So I know it's a long drive for you, and I think you were talking about coming in uh, coming this year, but your Jeep was down, so uh, you weren't able to join us. But hopefully you can join us in 2024. Absolutely, yep. You just want more people to go up on Metal Master with you so you don't get left behind. I want somebody, I want somebody riding on the tailgate to tell me when there's a tree coming up. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm uh, – this is Matt from North Carolina. I don't think I, uh, I want to get you guys as dark as it actually got. But the, when I was I, – I lost my mom early when I was in my teens and then lost my dad in my late 30s. And – Right before the year before I lost my dad, um, we had uh, we kind of lost touch and gotten gotten a little closer. And I was into um, uh, tracking and autocrossing uh, a car I had. And he actually came up. He and his he and his wife at the time uh, came up, and we had a the, the last real event, real thing that we did together was uh, driving on a track in a car and, and filming each other doing it. And um, yeah, that's that's what when you when you look back, you gotta look at you know what are those memories, and that's definitely something that, that sticks out to me. And because you know, I I'm definitely a self proclaimed gearhead, and he was too. You know, I think th- that connection with whether it be your dad or your son or whatever is you know, like you guys are saying, don't don't waste those opportunities to go experience that. Are you going to join us in 2024, Matt? I know you missed uh, 2023 at Easter Jeep Safari, but we'd like to see you out I- there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wow. missed you because you went on a metal masher. <laughs> yeah, Julianne stole you because you were supposed to be with be with me out there, but you went uh, you went to uh, top of the world with Julianne from uh, Chick Chat. <laughs> yeah, we, we lined up. Yeah, we probably want to get closer, but uh, yeah, that'll be our. That's a long drive for you. Years, so. Such and, and thank you for coming out to the third annual Jeep Talk Show event too. Another long drive, not I think not as quite as long, but a damn long one. Well, if that four by eight wasn't so damn reliable. Hey, <laughs> we're trying to do our best, but you keep you keep telling us, no, you don't understand. It's great. <laughs> uh, all right, anybody else have a uh, an issue that maybe uh, I mean something that maybe even the Jeep helped you get through. Uh, an issue that uh, you went through with the Jeep. Look at all those uh, gas cans there in uh, Matt's garage. Good Lord. He's ready to go. something that uh, Jeep or like, you know, the Jeeper life got me through. Uh-huh. I'm probably, unlike most of you, a new Jeeper who didn't grow up in North America. I didn't know what that culture is. And, you know, I'm a first oh, generation. Oh, this had to have been a culture shock big time when you got over here for the Jeep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing like really got me into it is that it, it was, you know, darkest time in, in, in my life, like where I was in a job for 12 and a half years that really burnt me out to a point where I'm going to, you know, I was going to quit cold turkey without any plans. And it was like it burned to the limits, it was taking a toll on my mental health. And it is, it is like a stalling where your mind cannot process anything anymore. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, gave up, like, that's it, like, you know, stop. So that is the time when I thought, okay, I told my wife, like, hey, um, I'm, I'm going to be gone for like 10, uh, 10 days, no phone. Uh, is that okay by you? Like, you know, I just want to do some soul searching. And like, I don't know what I'm doing with my freaking life. And, you know, this is hurting me uh, internally. So I just booked, you know, a, 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 you know, a rental vehicle and I said, okay, I'm going to be gone in Vancouver. And by the way, I'm, I'm from Canada, British Columbia. My name is Savage. 
Um, so uh, I thought, okay, for 10 days I'm gone. Uh, I'm going to the island. I'm going to go every part of the island possible. Maybe, you know, something uh, it comes to my mind and, you know, I'll figure it out. So coincidentally, my rental was a Jeep Wrangler. Uh-huh. I didn't plan this happened. Yeah. So, um, and that got me everywhere that I need to for 10 days. And that was a pretty dark trip where one of the nights actually wrote my own eulogy just to sort of reflect on oh, you know, no. priorities and, you know, <laughs> regret minimization and stuff like that. So it was helpful. It was, I mean, even though it sounds dark now, I think, I think it put a lot of things in perspective. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, the spirit of jeeping and what it means to a person and what it can do to you, that was really the, the highlight of the trip. And I felt like, my old self of being an avid hiker and you know being someone who loved being in nature it was a second calling and uh, you know that's when my jeeping life started uh, and i didn't have any reference point either in my family or you know where i grew up but yeah that that trip and that reflection point in my life was what got me into jeeping that is really cool it's a it, it, it sounds like the jeep almost saved your life i mean if you're writing a eulogy uh, that was a possibility that you felt you felt that you were at the end of your life. Yeah, it was kind of messed up time. Like you know, it, it helped me get through it. Yeah, yeah but there's nothing wrong with going through that. I mean, it, it's something that you you can't hide your emotions. If your emotions are such that uh, you need to go through that, you need to go through that. And I, that and that's kind of the point of this question is is that there was a low point in your life and you got through it. And it's uh, hopefully it's better now that you have the Jeep. Absolutely. It's been one and a half years of pure fun. I mean, it gave a different purpose, you know, what I should be doing. It's not all about work, you know? Right. And there's, there's so much, uh, you know, to do in life. And I think uh, buying, buying the Jeep, we, we bought it right after I came back. And, you know, it gave a new lease of uh, purpose to our family. And we almost go somewhere overlanding slash camping at least once a month. It's like a habit. Mm-hmm. Have you made any modifications to your Jeep? I mean, has the sickness taken root? Uh, yes, please. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's made your your life much more enjoyable. I mean, I've made this comment many times on the show that there's quite often people are very interested in having a Jeep in their life, but they don't do it. They think that they're too old, they're too young, it's not responsible, it's uh, bad on gas mileage, uh, what will people think of me, uh, so on and so forth. Screw all that. Why would you not want to enjoy your life? And I'm not saying that's the only way you can enjoy your life. But if you want a Jeep and it, you think it's going to make you happy, give it a try. I think the chances are very good that it will make you happy. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, I, and I'm glad that you're a, a Jeep Talk Show listener. And thank you for joining us in the Discord server. Uh, it's always good to have uh, good comments there. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey. And, and Tony, I think one thing that... Um, is easy to overlook is that there's, it's more than just a Jeep and getting outside, right? So, especially for me, uh, you know, being able to interact with other people and the, the the camaraderie that comes along with it, and you know, most people only get to experience that, you know, on a club basis or local basis or giving somebody a duck, right? But you know, I've uh, I've had the privilege of uh, hanging out with right half a dozen guys, uh, you know, on this call right now. Uh, across the country, and and not only that, we you know not only the friendship spark there, but we we talk every day on Discord. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a a huge expansion, especially for somebody who may you know maybe an introvert. Um, 
you know, being able to, to connect with people on something that they really care about, I think is a, is a very important thing. It's, it's probably something that we don't, you know, at, on our, in our day-to-day lives, we're not, you know, talking with five different guys that have, um, you know, Jeeps and we're talking about, you know, what happens when you blow a head gasket. But, you know, with the Discord server, we have that, right? You have somebody that shares in your interest and, and can light that day up in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife, uh, she knows who I am. She's been married to me long enough, uh, and she finds it surprising that uh, I can uh, get on the ham radio and talk to people because I just don't like talking to people. And I said, no, I like talking to people. I don't like talking to people about sports or drinking or things that I don't do. But ham radio, I know there's a shared experience uh, with people that I have something, a built-in thing I can talk to them about. Same thing with Jeeps. Uh, Jeeps are very easy to talk about because the Jeep family is, uh, for the most part, is very friendly and they want to all be part uh, of that family. So it, it just makes it easy. And I think that's what uh, the Discord server and the this uh, Zoom meeting that we have, because you guys come and hang out in the Zoom meeting long after we've done the recording. And it's just because you're enjoying talking to each other about Jeep stuff. And it doesn't have to be about Jeep stuff. Hell, you guys were talking about cell phone boosters uh, before we started the show. Hey, Rick, this is from, uh, Rick from Arkansas. Um, just kind of listening to everybody, just kind of bummed on me that, uh, um, you know, kind of back, kind of a kickback from being a veteran in my military days. There's that, there's that uh, brotherhood and that connection that you get with people. And, uh, uh, I was, uh, got into motorcycles and I kind of, I kind of fell into that same brotherhood again. And, uh, here about four or five years ago, I was in a really bad car accident and broke a bunch uh, messed up a bunch of my vertebrae in my back. Mm. And, uh, and I tried and tried and tried to get back, you know, to riding with my, with my buddies that, that I was used to riding with. And, uh, and just to be honest with you, I just couldn't keep up with it anymore. And, uh, just, just too much pain. And, uh, and one day riding home, uh, driving home from work, I got a, an hour commute. I passed, there was a little Jeep sitting on the side of the little TJ sitting on the side of the road for sale. And I thought, you know what? I've always kind of wanted a Jeep. <laughs> and so I stopped and looked at it. I, I didn't end up buying that one, but it, it started the fever and, uh, ended up buying the one I got now. And, uh, and I think I've kind of fallen into that same, that same thing that, that, uh, that uh, that brotherhood, that camaraderie that you fall into, you meet people. I mean, my wife's like, you're going to drive twelve hours to meet a bunch of people that, <laughs> <can't admit." laughs> you know. And and I was happy to. Matter of fact, I was excited to do it. I was glad when I got down there and got to meet everybody, got to wheel with everybody. I mean, just going through, you know, just like in the military and and riding motorcycles. Motorcycles. There's an adventure. There's a challenge to. Mm-hmm. and and you know you find that adventure and that challenge in in owning a jeep and, and pushing it and pushing yourself past things that you know the very first time that i ever climbed a, a steep hill you know at first i was just like i don't know i don't know <laughs> but yeah. once i got to the top of that hill even though it took me four times but when i got to the top of the hill i was done for man i was hooked and i've been been in it ever since yeah, knowing your Jeep is going to survive, at least that's for me, uh, that's the biggest thing. If if I'm going to, uh, if as long as I don't bend or break something, I'm pretty happy. And it's surprisingly easy, and I think Jeep makes it easy. 
uh, especially when you modify them. It makes it easy to accomplish those things. Yeah, and thank you a lot for coming to the third annual, annual Jeep Talk Show event uh, this uh, the first part of this month. Uh, I guess uh, I have to give it to John uh, Lee that uh, it is uh, cooler at the beginning of, of June and, and, uh, than it is now because we're talking 100-degree days for the past uh, what is it? Week or so, John? Maybe longer up there for you guys in uh, the Austin area. Yeah, we keep it. The heat index is above one ten, one fifteen, somewhere around there. Like I'm out in the garage right now. It's eight thirty at night, and we're still in the nineties, mid nineties, like ninety four, with a heat index of around on. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're watching John go through one of his dark moments right now. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Thank God we have uh, whiskey. So I Rick, thought that was when he's off camber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm 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 with him on the off camera. That's just that's just weird, a weird feeling. So, uh, Rick, whenever you uh, when you um, uh, got the TJ, I'm sorry. Yeah, when you got the TJ, did you kind of feel, especially with the top off and stuff, was that similar to being on a motorcycle? I I was trying to get my brother-in-law to to get on a uh, to get a Jeep for that open air feeling that has more safety around it. <laughs> you guys get a little more. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. It, it. I mean, there's a lot of that same. You know, I smell the same when I get out of my seat <laughs> with the top off. That's what I do when I've been riding my motorcycle. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you have a, a a Bucky's shirt on? Is that what I saw there on your shirt, Rick? <laughs> yeah. yeah do. do they have Bucky's in? Uh, in our, you're in Arkansas, right? Yeah, I'm in Arkansas. No, this is this is from the trip. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I made a beaver nugget comment the other day, and I know there's a bunch of listeners going, what? You know, the new listeners that haven't heard the back stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, great. So, uh, anybody else have a, a good story? I mean, uh, uh, Travis has a, uh, yeah, Travis, uh, you'll have to unmute. I think your dog was barking, so I muted you. Uh, no, Jeeps, Jeeps have done a lot for me. You know, it's, it's, it's all my good memories come from Jeeps as a young man. I bought an 89 YJ in 92, and I've been through battles. But uh, here recently, you know, at age 30, I went 100% blind, you know, could not see a single thing. And I was like that for eight months. And, you know, you find your ways to be positive. And, you know, we had mentioned it's like God's got a reason and different things. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a believer. And I'm like, there's a, there's a reason why things happen, this and that. And I bought my new Jeep you know, working at a dealership, which I never planned on doing. And I've just, I've learned so much. The, the, the people, the community, you know, it's, it's fun, happiness and different things in life. And, you know, where I, where I live in Charlotte, you know, I'm, I'm topless. Like today I was like, normally I'm soft top on my YJ. I don't care. No top, no doors. It gets rained in. I don't care. I'll wipe the seat off. It's fine. Oh, I'm going to drive home, you know, and pouring down rain. Just like on a motorcycle, which I've owned and, and, and you know, it, it, it is what it is. The Jeep just truly, you know, it, it's again, it's to each their own, but I drive in it. I, I'm, it's open air, it's open freedom, and you truly can contemplate. You know, you guys were with me through some battles I had recently in December, and I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen, what was going to, where, where my life was going to go, but... My life is actually on the turn for the best that I've ever seen previous. You know, I, I come from a restaurant background and, and managing bars and drinking and partying. You guys were for years. I mean, I, I joined up in 16, 
with Tony just on Thursdays, you know, after the show's recording. I, I've been here a part of it because I enjoyed, I'm like, I, I, I look at my life and I'm like, where am I wasting money? I'm wasting money sitting in a bar every day. Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm wasting money doing this. And I'm like, I can sit at home, have a few drinks or, or 12 and <laughs> hang out with a bunch of guys with a better time and I'm safe at home. I'm not causing an issue or problem. You know, Tony's probably edited a few shows, but I've just learned this balance in, in the Jeep is the reason. I mean, God's the reason. I'll, I'll say that first and for foremost. You know, God's got me to where I am, and, and he's He's putting a level in my head to where, hey, I'm still going to not allow me to have fun. He's going to, I'm going to make decisions. I'm going to make good ones or, or bad ones, and I've made a lot of terrible ones in my life but now i'm just like where do i always find joy i mm -hmm. find joy driving my jeep meeting everyone that's a part of it you know it is a good group of people there, there's always a bad seed in everything and and you deal with it do yeah I but we don't pick on roger we leave roger alone yeah, he does okay we leave roger alone. <laughs> it's it's i mean that's that's it it's just have fun enjoy life you know the jeeps yeah, I, I just, I, I'm like, I'm topless, I'm free, I'm good. It is that open-air freedom, and is that drive. Like, do I have music? When I was younger, I'd talk to Josh and Tony about how loud my music was playing. You know, and I'm like, I loved it. My YJ still got a stupid loud stereo in it, which I've already confirmed it will be fixed in July, so I'm going to be good. But I, I don't need that. Now I'm driving to work in this 4XE which I am a fan of, and it's just, I, I'm peaceful. I have no sound, no nothing. I'm like, well, no sound, no engine sound, no nothing. And it's just that open air, that freedom, that just mm -hmm. way out stuff in your life, you know, the good, the bad, but I'm just, I'm always positive, period, point blank. I'm yeah. always positive. Well, I think you have to be, and it sounds like Jeep has made a, a huge uh, change in your life uh, for the for the better and uh, that's kind of what i'm saying you you don't have to get a jeep to be happy but if you want a no. jeep get one and see what it does see what you what it does for you it's my grandmother 97 years old i remember one of my best trips was taking my entire family in a yj on a snow-covered mountain trail with you know straight cliff on the one side mountain on the other I mean, some of the best memories I've ever had in life. And we, after hours, have had many conversations about this. But it's just Jeeps, it gives you memories. It gives you good, thing, good things to reflect back on and, and good times. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I appreciate. I right. love. And a Jeep family. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for that, Travis. I really appreciated that. I'm glad your uh, your life is, uh, is, is doing well. I was a little concerned uh, about you, but... Uh, uh, I'll be a Patreon subscriber very soon. Trust me, because <laughs> I, I just just to give you a heads up, I, I'm 100 in because I missed stuff, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So, well, yeah, the, I think. Uh, did you ever listen to the Tony and Josh show? I did. Yeah. Yes. Were you a, I, were I you a regular or? We're one, and I've listened to everything you okay. guys have done. Okay, because I figure, I mean, it's uh, it, it's pretty. It's not Jeep, and it's not the Jeep talk no. show at, at all. But I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty funny. I, I figured you it, would enjoy that if you hadn't already heard it's it. Entertaining, and if people haven't listened, they need to. And I, 
that's one thing is like Patreon, it's back there. I can't find it anymore. There's a lot of stuff I can't find. I'm like, oh, I yeah, want yeah. That. The Jeep, uh, the Tony and Josh show is not available online anymore. No, yeah, it's just on my computer. <laughs> and, and and Patreon and now on yeah and now and going Patreon. on Patreon yeah slowly but surely <laughs> but it's entertaining if you like podcast that's that's why you know I I joined the podcast to literally market and call in and tell them about an event I was having but I mean that's what Nothing this show will that. do yeah it allows you to to market nationwide. It's just, it's a great network of people and, and everybody helps everybody. That's mm-hmm. the Jeep community. I, well, you hey. know, and I, I know you guys have heard it probably ad, ad nauseum for me, but I love the win-win. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I haven't mentioned this in a while. Anybody out there that is interested in, in getting the word out to uh, the Jeep Talk Show audience, and including if you have a podcast, even a, a quote-unquote competing podcast, happy to have you on, happy to give you get you involved because... Uh, I mean, uh, we win uh, having you on with the content, and uh, we win whenever you tell your listeners about you being on our show. So absolutely, call in if you got an event to our voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Uh, you can schedule an interv- interview with us if uh, you got uh, something coming up, a podcast, you're selling stuff. Happy to have anybody on. We, we try not to uh, limit anybody here. So, uh, who else? Anybody else have a uh, a downtime in your life, or, or maybe it's been a great life? You bought a Jeep when you were uh, a kid, and it's been wonderful the, the whole way through. I mean, we can hear good stuff too. Well, Tony, staying on the downtime since I can't shut up. Um, <laughs> no, please, that's what we're Chuck's here for. Not, Chuck's not on here. You know, one thing that that doesn't inspire me about the Jeep community is that a lot of the events are all charity runs, right? And I think something that's very close to to me, and I know I've heard Chuck talk about it, is, uh, you know, veteran suicide and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, empowering to know that you, you've got a group of people who, you know, are a great group of, you know, veterans or, you know, indus- industry people, like people that we, we care about and that have the same values we are, and we can support them and the, and the issues they're having through your charity, I think is a big thing. So mm-hmm. don't ever forget about that as you're signing up for the new uh, the new Jeep event is, is what it's going to. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I love the the veteran stuff. We should do more of that here. And uh, I've been meaning to uh, remind everybody on our interview episodes, Friday episodes, uh, to uh, remember uh, everyone deployed. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, uh, it, I was never in the military, so I guess that's one of the reasons uh, why I forget about it. But uh, I don't completely forget about it. I always appreciate our uh, our veterans out there. Hey, uh Rick from Arkansas, just one quick, while I'm thinking about it, because I'll forget about it next time we're having a discussion, but maybe add on your list one of the questions for one of these nights is, is how did you discover the uh, Jeep Talk Show podcast? Yeah, I like, I love those, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> for for obvious reasons but uh yeah it's just uh, i try to you know i it's so self-serving there's always questions i have about you know how did you find it what do you think about it uh why do you hate me the, all these <laughs> all these questions so <laughs> all right so let's get on to our next question uh now this one's from john uh, lee uh john actually uh, reminded me last week that uh, he had added some uh, questions to the list of questions and we need to add yours uh rick if you could talk to a Jeep engineer directly, what would you ask them? And, and something more than WTF. Rick from Arkansas, why the Dana 35? Oh, God. 
at Subhash from Canada, I would want a you know thirty minute session on understanding who made you decide ESS, eTorque, and all sorts of the systems and all this fragmentation that you do on these, and why. <laughs> yeah, so this is Larry from St. Louis. My biggest thing would be just to ask them if they've ever worked on a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> or if they actually have any kind of, you know, any kind of plan there, so they go out and actually work in the service department before they start designing a vehicle. Oh God! This is Tony from Michigan. A little throwback for the XJ guys. Why do a ninety-degree adapter for the oil filter? Such a pain in the ass when that O-ring goes bad. <laughs> I think that carries on into the JK, right? Because I would ask why a plastic oil cooler housing that leaks. I was like, going to get there, too. And then uh, the other one that I would add on there is the uh, if you've ever replaced the exhaust on the JK um, and you go to undo everything, the freaking nuts that you got to get on and move are on the top of the exhaust up by the frame where you can't hardly get anything up there to, to break them loose or anything like that. So it's... Those are the, the biggest complaints that I had. Well, you do it just like the factory. You you, you put those uh, on there whenever the body's off. Oh, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's always the issue, right? The oil cooler thing has is, is got to be one of, the, uh, one of the biggest because, at least on the JKs, that was the major problem. Well, you, guys, another- you guys know about Baxter Performance, right? Where they sell an adapter so that you can, uh, not only does it uh, allow you to use a, an oil, a regular spin-on oil filter, it also keeps the oil up at the top of the engine, at least on the 3.6. And yeah. then whenever you start it up, the oil uh, drains out and you get oil to the top of the engine a lot quicker. But the uh, the oil cooler itself was is still in that mix, right? So the, the oil cooler system that goes all the way down the, mm-hmm. the top. That's the part that leaks, not necessarily just where you put the, the oil filter in. So oh, okay. it's, that whole, it's that whole assembly. And but they make some aftermarket items for it, but I'm I mean in the engine bay, unless I'm swapping out to like a whole different engine, I'm I'm in that camp of, you know, don't mess with that. Leave that as as factory as original as you can. So, you know, I'll swap out suspensions, I'll swap out axles, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to the engine, I try to try to leave that you know, just with Mopar oil, Mopar oil filters, just do everything as original as possible on it. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that, that, that oil cooler is a, is a mess. And I've talked to several folks like the shop that I, I use here in, in Austin. Um, they replace those all the time, but that's like one of the most common things they do for, for engine problems is those, those oil filters. Mm-hmm. So, so if Jim's listening, and this is Matt from North Carolina, I'd like to know, if they're going to put a real engine option in the uh, 24 Gladiator uh, that's coming out in November. Well, the 3.6 is a real engine option. He's talking about the Hemi. <laughs> but, I mean, I would love the Hemi. Like, I, like, in order to get one, I ended up having to buy a Wagoneer um, to get the 6.4 at this point in time. So I've got one in the family, but, um, yeah, I would love to put a, put a Hemi on mine, but. Well, well, so and the Gladiator's never seen anything other than the three six of the Eco Diesel, right? So there's no two O available. There's no, there's no Hurricane <laughs> and no three ninety eight or three ninety two. No uh, no four by E. Matt's trying to get a three ninety two four by E. 
<laughs> I just that want works. a hurricane. That works. Hurricane. 700 horsepower works for me. <laughs> I just want a hurricane 4 by e and I'll be in heaven. I, I would like the 4 by e a lot more. I wouldn't buy one, but I, I would like it a lot more if it had something besides the 2.0. You know, uh, we were talking the about hurricane, the other day. Yeah. The new engine, well, with the, the, the three ninety two. I, I mean, there's not enough, there wouldn't be enough room in there, but I, yeah, any of thing, anything that wasn't uh, the the two point oh. Yeah, I think the new hybrid six is actually capable of being hybridized, and realistically, that pro- that's probably the route they would be taking for the uh, but the the hurricane isn't it the two point oh with a couple extra cylinders? Like, isn't that? No, it's a <laughs> yeah. it's a six cylinder. No, no, it's, it's a, a 4.0. Architecture. It's the same architecture as the 2.0. It's just, looks yeah. just you know. Well, I, I mean, if you go back to the XJs, they had a, a four-cylinder and they had a six-cylinder. And you could say the same thing because if you look at the four-cylinder, it looks a lot like the six-cylinder. So you could say the four-cylinder, it's the six-cylinder is just two more. The, the 4.0 liter uh, that was in the XJ was nothing like the four-cylinder. The four-cylinder was crap. And it wasn't simply because it was uh, four cylinders. It was just not made as well. So I well, don't know that, that that's the case with the 2.0 and the, the, the Hurricane, but uh, uh, there's precedence for it not being a good idea in the past. Well, so the thing is with the 2.0 and the, the Hurricane is they're all inline architecture, right? So right. A, a inline six, and like you guys know from, from the X-Ray world, is, is a lot longer than a Oh, V6, it's very long, yeah. Right? I mean, you're, you're looking at, what, 30 40% more length. And so, from what I've read, at least the you know the intention with the hurricane was to replace V8 because of you know equivalent lengths, right? So I, I don't I don't know that we're actually going to see a hurricane in a Jeep until they redesign the whole thing because uh, of that. You know, uh, Follow up question: This is Subash uh, from Canada. So, if when you're saying it's it's a lot longer, then it means for the JL and JT architecture, unless they plop it in on no, I don't know what is that called? Landscape portrait? Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Like you put it across, and that is the only way to transverse or something. Transverse mounted. Well, well so, I mean, they they fix the they fit the six four. So I mean, it, it appears it can be done, but I'm sure that uh, that Bill would would say that it's it, there's not a lot of room. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I think Bill had a had a drop. I would say okay. put that six four in there. The amount of they had to change and all the the very unique stuff that you have to get when you're dealing with that. I mean, things you don't even think about, like the windshield washer fluid bottle is relocated to like down behind the driver fender, like behind that area is where it's at. And it's a lot smaller. If you want to put inner fenders, you have to buy a special one that just basically shrinks it down to half its size. So you only get like what, like a half a gallon of fluid in there or whatever. And you know, that that's just like one of the weird things that they had to do to, to get that to fit. So that plus the batteries and everything else, I, could, I think you'd be reaching the outer limits of the. You know, well, the, the, the batteries are under the seat. Yeah. That doesn't matter. But I mean, no, but, I went from the 4.2 to the 4.0 in my YJ, and I had to adjust different water holding items, whether it be washer fluid or transmission, uh, not transmission, antifreeze. You know, I, I I bought the adapters, I bought everything needed, and I made it work. Uh, I also cut my fenders and and eliminated the original stock inner fenders. You know, it it they can do it. It's just 
it's all a numbers game. I mean, that the reality of oh, what yeah. it is, it's 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 all a numbers game. Where are we going to make our money? Are we going to spend that much money to do this and raise the price? Because the world is changing. I mean, prices are going up regardless, mm -hmm. but they're going to penny pinch when it comes to fabrication and what needs to be done. You know, will it happen at some point when it's not a question of how much these Jeeps cost? I bought my first Jeep for under $7,000 and now I'm paying $73. It's, it's, it will work itself out, but it's a matter of the market adjusting to that where it can happen. Yeah, and I mean, you look at so the the Jeep three ninety two right is not does not cost Jeep thirty thousand dollars more to make, right? So <laughs> no, that, so maybe the so. engine's ten grand of that, right? So in order to make it profitable for the quantity they expected to sell, they had to add twenty grand on it for for all that all those design changes and stuff, right? And then and had to uh, who knows? But uh, I mean, you're you're looking at you know significant costs to do low volume, which is always going to be the up. The, the people that go crazy, right? The people that buy buy AMG, Mercedes, like real AMG Mercedes, are paying double, right? Like, so it's always the, you know, you're paying for performance, and and most of us are, are hoping that somebody's going to pay for performance before us, and it's all going to depreciate. Because I don't think it's going to happen with 392, right. but, um, but, but, you know, so. The, the, the price point, though, on the 392 is the other thing about them is you can't get a sport with a 392 where you can't get a Willys with three. Like, the way to get a 392 is to get the top of the line. It has to come with every single feature, the Rubicon, leather seats, all every single option you can put in them has to be checked in order for you to get the 392. Like I, they just come up. So that's that, that price. And, and you, and you know, that's not a requirement to put a 392 in. If, if, if it'll fit in one, you've already done all the work uh, to, to put, to fit it in there. So it could, it could be offered in the other models. They're just trying to make sure that they make as much money as they possibly can. And, and that's capitalism, which I, which is fine. I'm John's going to prove it to us in a couple of years. No, no, he's going to, he's going to retrofit his, he's put too much work into that JK. He's never, uh, that's what I'm saying. That. he's going to prove it by putting a, a, a six, four in it. <laughs> well, it's getting a six, four. It's getting a six, four. That's, but I mean, it's only the, the three six only has thirty six thousand miles on it right now, so it's hard to, to say. And I thought it was in the well. Think of it as a hot swap, John. So when you crash the six four, whenever you blow it up because you're heavy foot, you could always put the three six back in it. <laughs> I mean, just think about the resale value of thirty five thousand miles on a three six. I mean, yeah, yeah, good resale yeah, mile. It's knowing that a three six and the NSG probably helps offset some of the cost, but. I've, <laughs> I've already priced the whole thing out, and to, to go that route for the swap of the JK like I want is right about forty something thousand. Because yeah. uh, the Tremec T sixty, it's the uh, the one ton rear axle. Since I've already got the Pro Rock up front, well, it's, ah, it's fine. It's just like putting forties on a Dana thirty five. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll, it'll all work out. <laughs> it'll you can always out, just yeah. stop. If you just stop dancing every weekend. Maybe some miles on that. <laughs> no, if he danced, if he danced the, uh, for an adult audience, he probably would get that forty grand a lot quicker. <laughs> Andrew, I have to argue with you. Putting a Dana, putting the forties on a Dana thirty, that's a great plan because that gets you to your upgrade fast. Yeah, exactly. It'll all work out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I'm surprised, Larry. We talked about talking to the engineers at Jeep that you didn't go straight to the belts. Or the well, aluminum uh, steering box. Oh or, God! Well, you know, that, that's exactly where I was going, though, because uh, 
So if you have to service or work on any of that stuff, you quickly will find a better way around a lot of that. I if tell you one it, thing. Even a simple little thing like taking the doors off. Like, why couldn't they just offset the hinges a little bit so you can line up one and then the other, not try to line up <laughs> two hinges make sure you can one. scratch your paint. Are you talking about your XJ still? <laughs> oh, Jake. <laughs> no, it, it, Renegade. It, it, it's a little That awkward. was the Renegade he was talking about. <laughs> the XJ is the sawzall to take the door off. <laughs> Uh, the, J- the JK doors, the only only issue I have with them is they're so freaking heavy. Yeah. Like, PJ doors are light. The JL doors are, what, are they aluminum or something like that? They're yeah, magnesium. They're magnesium yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, they're fairly light. Have you ever lifted a JK door off of the... <laughs> that's not light. Yeah, well, you, have to, you, have be, you have to be a real man to do that. No. Hit it with well, your purse. Not, I'd call you, but you're, you're just you're <laughs> the hell over in North Carolina. Right? I mean, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All things will become possible when the transporter technology occurs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think those uh, the maintenance issues that that Larry hit, like those are those are dead on. Because I mean, things like the the oil cooler housing, the the belts, I don't even want to place those. And the ESS, I think somebody said ESS, the little battery, yeah. like you know about that thing. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want a dual battery set up? Let's just put two good-sized batteries in there, you know, and have a dual purpose for it. But then again, uh, the battery gets bigger and heavier, uh, and now they had to replace the aluminum uh, steering box with a, 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 a metal one, uh, I mean, a steel one. Uh, now that all that weight's going up, the ESS doesn't uh, do, anything, do anything for you. It, it all balances out. Yeah, well, well, also, if you just... If you think about what a Jeeper does, you're out in the middle of no man's land. You're trying to use your vehicle to go out and explore and do things that most people don't. So you're going out to areas that you're not going to just be able to pull over and wave down someone off the freeway. Right. You're fixing this stuff in the middle of no man's land with probably a minimal amount of tools. And if, if, and if it's not easily serviceable, then it's, it causes nothing but problems. And, and also, if like the ESS, you know, not only is the battery might be bad or some of the programming, but, you know, my dad found out a couple of weeks ago that the transmission uh, position sensor for the manuals has a play in if the ESS works or not and how many error codes it throws on the dash. And even the dealership didn't even know how to fix it, you know, just because the sensor went out. Something that as simple as jump starting becomes a bit of a problem with ESS. I mean, you have to yeah. know the exact procedure of what to disconnect before you actually jumpstart your vehicle. Like, why go through all that length? I mean, this is what gives. And for most JT and JL people, if you have not already done, there is this Fuse 42 hack. Just yank off that fuse and, you know, get done with, uh, you know, the rocks battery once and for all. Yeah. Can you, uh, y'all are forgetting the biggest part of this. Like, less than 3% of people are actually taking the Jeeps off-road. That other 97% are mm-hmm. going to a shop or a dealer. With 37s locked up full time, <laughs> well, well, and, and part of that is but, a lot of what a lot of what everybody is is bitching about is not because of Jeep, it's because of who they voted for in November on Tuesday, right? <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of truth in that. Uh, everything went to shit. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. That and they're fucking French now. 
<laughs> yeah, we're back to the darkest time subject again. So what you're saying is if they had gone to the Titanic in a Jeep, they'd still be alive. Well, they would at least have a truck engine like to guide them home. <laughs> made a video about that. <laughs> that submarine was a Dana 30. Dana 35. <laughs> there would have been at least five people with a, you know, YouTube camera channels filming it going down anyway, so... You know, somebody would have been. I brought up the wrong subject because you people were being really bad on Discord uh, after that uh, that horrible <laughs> event occurred. Oh, no, that was timid on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> you and that's why we just treading water. Okay. Oh, we're making uh, making Travis feel bad because he doesn't come to I, the Discord I didn't server. See any of that? And I'm I'm going to go back, and I I didn't see it. So I'm disappointed. Of course. I you should be blast. there. Well, yeah, you should I'm be there. I'm there. I just <laughs> don't open it. I never open <laughs> you it. You don't understand what being there means, <laughs> Travis. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> I mean, one of them probably just needed to smoke. Tried to open the door. <laughs> Eight hours in, and we're done. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's the uh, the end of another great uh, roundtable episode. Uh, it was uh, I'm glad that that question, uh, that dark, uh, uh, thought provoking question we started with, worked out really well. Hopefully, uh, you guys uh, uh, got something from that. Maybe you enjoyed it. Uh, maybe it reminded you of some stuff that uh, you've been through and made made you think about uh, how uh, things in life that you've done since then have uh, made things better, or even how you got out of it. I was it was great to hear that uh, a gentleman was at uh, a turning point. In his life and renting a jeep made a big difference to him that was a, that was a great story so uh love hearing that and of course the positive thing is is that uh um for most people anyway i believe uh, getting a jeep is a, a great idea i think that, that you should i'm just going to go there i think that getting one that is uh, an off-road jeep is uh, more likely to uh, bring you the happiness than if you're just getting a, a grand or a renegade or a compass. Uh, but if you have those and you enjoy it, I think that's wonderful. Uh, I just like the idea of being able to have uh, such a huge aftermarket to make modifications because that, that's so much fun. It can be uh, maddening, but it's just so much fun to, to modify your Jeep. And that brings us to the end of an exhilarating Jeep Talk Show Roundtable episode. I want to express my deepest gratitude to our incredible panel of Jeep enthusiasts for sharing their valuable insights and experiences and expertise with us today. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to our listeners who joined in on uh, on this adventure. Remember to subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash jeeptalkshow. Or, of course, you can always just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, find the link right there. And you will unlock exclusive perks uh, when you join our community of passionate Jeepers on Patreon. So until next time, keep those Jeeps running strong. Hit those trails with confidence. Remember, it's not just a vehicle. It's a way of life. This has been Tony hosting the Jeep Talk Show Roundtable episode, and we'll catch you on the next ride. You know, Jeeps can be very depressing and cause heartbreak, especially when they're broken. We'll snap out of it. Remember... You could feel like this and not have a Jeep. Broadcasting since 2010.